0: Previously on The Sojo Files, only one officer, Detective Ware, admitted to taking swabs that day and he said, and I quote from his incident report, I did two swabs of the blood for DNA testing and secured them in my unit. The swabs were taken from the living room hallway and from the dresser in the back bedroom.
1: Well, there are a lot more swabs than that that were sent back from the crime lab that never actually were submitted when you review the evidence at the Van Buren Police Department. There are more than two swabs.
2: This report points out pretty starkly is that it says Detective Marsh pointed out blood in four different locations that could have been relevant to what happened here. The floor of a hallway, a cabinet in the living room, the couch in the living room, and a dresser in the bedroom— And the next sentence in the report is they took two swabs of DNA from the living room hallway and the dresser in the back bedroom, but they don't take the other two swab samples from the places they've seen blood.
1: Live from the Atwell Law Firm on North Crossover Road in Fayetteville, Arkansas, fighting the good fight with the folks that I grew up with in Crawford County, Arkansas. This is Chad Atwell, Sojo. And Laura Carwell here to bring you yet another episode of what in the fuck happened that day.
2: (laughs) I can't believe we're still only on stuff that we know from November 8th.
0: (laughs) I know. It's fucking ridiculous. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking about the yellow pill that was allegedly found by Wesley Marsh, November 8th, 2018. And Wesley Marsh claims that he found this pill underneath the bedding of the pack and play, but on top of the mat. The thing is, there is no picture whatsoever of this alleged pill anywhere in this case. You would think and hope, surely to God, that if an officer found a pill in a child's pack and play while investigating that same child's death, that that officer would properly photograph and document that pill for the sake of evidentiary value and proving that that pill exists for reasons that may be unknown but later relevant to this investigation.
1: Wesley Marsh said that in his report, is where you're gonna from that he quote found something. He directly found something. Is that true, Lord? Did that happen? Do you remember? Yeah, that?
2: he says while collecting the bedding and mat from the pack and play, I found a yellow pill that was under the bedding but on top of the mat. I collected the pill, and it was later identified as clonazepam 0.5 milligrams.
1: Wait, are we still doing evidence collection from November the 8th or are we on November the 9th? November the 8th.
0: Here's the thing. We are basing these episodes off of what the Van Buren Police Department officers in charge of this investigation claim to have collected as evidence on November 8th, 2018, and then we will sort the fact from fuckery later on down the road.
1: Maybe I'm just getting old, and look, I I know that I am, and so maybe I'm more skeptical of the failure to use precise language, but I certainly am skeptical of that when people have badges, guns, and unlimited checkbooks that they use against Jordan Shreve. And so when they don't say what day it is, when we know, and I hate to jump ahead, but on November the 9th, they go back for the pack-and-play, and, spoiler alert, sort of, We don't know what was in there, but we know it wasn't empty. I know that. I've lived it. And so I don't know if he means he found that on the 8th. What I do know is...
0: Well, I want to point out that it is in his summary for the 8th and that he has an entirely different and separate summary for the ninth. So bullshit or not, he put it in his summary for the 8th.
1: He put it in there, but their notes that have dates that aren't in there chronologically either. But regardless, here's what I can tell you is, because all of the photographs in this case, so the way that they came to this firm is that at the time, Prosecutor Mark McEwen, I got a USB from him, and they are just file folders labeled photographs from Perry, photographs from Marsh, photographs from Ware, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So what I can tell you with certainty is that there is not a photograph of a yellow pill, unless right, like it's hidden under something and we shouldn't be playing hide-and-seek, but there's not a photograph on that USB of a yellow pill. In the course of this whole damn charade, we sent Freedom Information Act requests out to everyone. I did one to Bambier Police Department for every single photograph in any way related to this day, the day before, the day after, Jordan Street, James Street, even Miller, this address, limited it down to a certain time period. And what I can tell you is... There is no photograph of any yellow pill in there either. And my memory is, from our evidence review, and I will put an asterisk up here to make you feel better, is that I don't have the memory in all of the E items, the evidence items we opened, of there ever being an envelope, envelope with a single pill. I don't know why it was so important to put in there, but never do another damn thing with. And you would need to send a controlled substance off to the crime lab for chemical analysis for the Arkansas State Crime Lab to determine that it, A, is a controlled substance. Because that's way more complicated than anyone wants to hear and I ever want to learn again. But each state has their own list promulgated, I can use big words, by the state medical board. and so. It has to be chemically analyzed, and so if what he meant by that, and Laura has seen Laura has seen this bunch, is someone Googled some numbers on a pill that we haven't seen a photograph of. By the way, that's how it happens a lot of time, and like traffic stops and stuff. So I, that's kind of stream of consciousness, Laura. But I'm sure to ran out of words on the pill. What you got
2: at this point? What the officers know is that in a pack and play where a child was sleeping and is found dead. There's a pill of some sort that they're identifying in some way as clonazepam, which is not recommended, I'm assuming, for children. (laughs) According to Wesley Marsh, it's found under the bedding, but on top of the mat, sort of deep in this area where she is found. And all that happens with this pill that may have some relevance to the case, they don't know at this point, is that it gets picked up by someone, put in or supposedly put into evidence on the 12th of November by Wesley Marsh and then accepted into evidence on the 29th when most of the evidence gets accepted in this case and nothing else happens to it. I mean, to Chad's point, why aren't they testing it? Why don't they send a picture of it? Why is this something that sort of passed over? And obviously this gets more into the prosecution's theory, and so I won't jump ahead, but if this pill in some way was relevant evidence that Jordan Shreve was the murderer, you can be sure they would have done a lot more with it, and instead they just sort of pick it up out of a pack-and-play, put it in evidence, and leave it there until the end of the case. I mean, it doesn't have any other... Doesn't have any other use to them, apparently.
0: One thing about the pill that really irks me is that Wesley Marsh wrote that the pill was later identified as clozepam 0.5 milligrams. And that irks me in particular because it is misleading in the fact that it would make someone assume that the pill was sent off for further testing and properly identified as 0.5 milligrams of colozapam. And maybe he Googled it. You know, you can do that. You look at the pill, you see the color, you see what is printed on the front of the pill. Maybe he Googled it to identify it. And if he did, that's fine. But that is not a proper identification of a pill found at a homicide crime scene. And if he used Google to identify this pill, then he should have noted that and said, I googled the pill and the search results on Google suggest that this pill found is 0.5 milligrams of glazepam, not stating it was later identified, which suggests to me at least that it was properly identified by somebody with the qualifications and means to do so, which it was not. And we know that because according to the chain of custody, this pill that was alleged to have been found November 8th, 2018 by Wesley Marsh is put into the one-way locker at the Van Buren Police Department by Officer Marsh. It was then accepted into evidence by Christy Davidson and then nothing else was ever done with it. It wasn't sent off for further testing or toxicology or further evaluation. Nobody else ever looked at it. That's all she wrote for the pill as far as the chain of custody is concerned for this particular piece of evidence. Hell, maybe they did send it off and just didn't document it. I don't know. But according to their documentation, there was nothing else done. It was allegedly found, put into evidence, the end.
1: So I know that we do this kind of pre-rundown, right? So that you can So primarily me, but hopefully, you know, Laura finally cuts loose because when she gets super angry, it is so fun to watch. I like it a lot. (laughs) So nice. And I didn't have really much to say about the pill. And then it just all floods back, right? Because Jordan Shreve didn't fucking kill anybody. My mind has tried to block a lot of this out because it's hard to explain. Hell, it's hard to explain to Laura, by the way, who is the, the best writer of briefs and of legal things I've ever known and I mean managed to catch up on a case that she will tell you on her own is a shit show in a fashion that is way too fast to be able to catch up on but here's also what I'll tell you and there's no way to talk about this pill without talking about a 48-hour time frame but here's what we know on the 8th in this report that I've tried to forget I seized the bedding And mat from the Pack and Play. Now, for those that don't have kids, we've got a Pack and Play that unfolds. We've got a cardboard-ish mat with some likely very narrow foam on it. It folds, usually into three pieces. And then you throw whatever bedding on there. Usually you wouldn't throw much because you're always too afraid that your child will roll over in it, strangle themselves, or suffocate. I'm not saying being a parent makes any damn sense, but that's what you're afraid of. So what we do know, though, is... When I say we don't know if this occurred on the 8th, and the reason I say that, and don't throw anything at me, Sojo, is because we know that Wesley Marsh is back at Granite Circle on the 9th, that they are denied access to Granite Circle, because Jordan Shreve has retained counsel. And by the way, always retain counsel, never talk to cops. And for your listeners, Jordan Shreve has a very smart, capable lawyer in his family. That was asked to come to Arkansas.
0: Fun fact: Christy is going to be joining us in upcoming episodes.
1: Good. Love that girl. Love her. She's great, by the way. She's just a great human being. Again, everybody I've met on the Shreve side of the family is a great human being. And I'm gonna jump one step ahead, but I but there's no way to do this otherwise. And it is that no one would ever testify. Dear God, we're still on the 8th floor. You're right. There's multiple hearings. Nobody would ever testify as to what was in the pack and play that only Eva said you can go get on the 9th. Multiple officers that were there testified there were things in it other than a pack and play stuff. But no one would testify what the fuck was in the pack and play. So if he collected the pack and play betting... And the mat on the and the mat on the eighth, right? The hell's in the pack and play the morning of November the 9th? I don't look. I don't even know that we addressed the pill. I, I don't know how to address the pill. I don't know if a pill was found. I don't know when. the. I don't know what, the pill. Maybe is sort of a microcosm for the case. I don't know who really collected it. I don't know when it was found. There's no fucking photograph of it. There's no photograph of where it lay. It should have had a crime scene evidence marker on it if Marsh found it on the 8th. So therefore, my deductive reasoning says he didn't fucking find it on the 8th. Like most of this stuff, it doesn't say, I found it on the 8th. It says, I found. We know that within 48 hours of the 8th, based on lawyer advice and family homestead, Jordan... He wasn't supposed to, by the way, take Eva with him. But at my counsel and my acknowledgement to the prosecutors and Detective Daniel Perry, now sheriff, was on his way to Michigan. This was no surprise. He wasn't supposed to take anyone with him, which is where some of this went sideways. But that house was a rent house. What Jordan left with was a backpack. He got in the car with his cousin, left with a backpack. This house, until the fateful February day... The next calendar year was furniture and all, except for what was in a backpack, as it was left on November the 8th. And I say that to say, who the fuck knows when Van Buren went back in there, because I'm going to jump ahead, and maybe this is part of the rant, but there was an officer who testified and used the word replicated, the crime scene. That officer was asked, oh, you mean a couple days later? Realistically meaning the ninth, that officer said no. Much longer than that.
0: I have questions and concerns and doubts about whether or not, in all actuality, this pill really exists. And I say that for a multitude of reasons. One being that there is no picture, and you know, picture or it didn't happen. There is no picture. In evidence whatsoever of this alleged pill. Another reason that I doubt the existence of this pill, and by the way, just to be clear, maybe the pill really does exist, but the fact that I have the ability to doubt its existence because there's no photograph proof of its existence, because as I just said, picture or it didn't happen, in and of itself is a huge fucking problem, but I digress. Another big reason why I question the existence of this pill is because Detective Marsh says on the 8th that he collected bedding from the pack and play. We know that to be true. At least we know that bedding was collected from the pack and play on the 8th because there is a picture from the coroner's office, allegedly, that shows the improper collection of the bedding and the bedding is all shoved into a white trash bag together and left unattended at the front door, and that is captured in a coroner's picture from November the 8th. If he had been going through the pack-and-play on the 8th and properly collecting the bedding as he claims he did, which he clearly didn't from the picture, but that's neither here nor there right now, then you would think that he would have seen the pill and photographed it properly. Additionally, there is not an adult in that house that was prescribed to clonazepam. There was an adult in that house by the name of Jim Shreve who was prescribed diazepam, but he was not prescribed clonazepam. and two out of three of the adults in that house admittedly hated downers and did not take them. You would also think that if Wesley Marsh had indeed found a pill on the 8th, as he claims, that since at this point in time they are unaware of the cause of death for this child, it would have spurred him to think, oh, maybe I should collect the milk bottle that is seen in crime scene photos right next to the pack and play, which they didn't collect, but we'll touch on that later on. And it does make me question whether or not this pill was allegedly found, maybe allegedly, supposedly, I don't know shit about fuck, after they got the preliminary results of the autopsy and found out that there were drugs in Olivia's system.
2: That is a very, I mean, that's as possible as any, you know, reason it's there or isn't there and or is fake there. But I will say this, just like any of this evidence that, these officers supposedly collect i'll tell you that if a pill was found in her bed that seems pretty relevant to what happened to her and or at least it could be relevant i should say and this is a pill that to everyone's point no photo no real information about it beyond some comment in a police report no testing nothing I can tell you that if that pill in any way suggested Jordan Shreve was the murderer, they would have used it to the end of the case. And yet here we are with a pill in the same bed where a child was found dead. They have nothing to do with it. And so maybe your theory is right. Maybe there was a pill. But regardless, it didn't work to try to prove Jordan was the person who did it. So it got forgotten.
1: Laura, I agree with that entirely. Yeah, there's no way to avoid it. I mean, you know, they never tried to link any sort of benzo tied in a crib to an autopsy report that indicates there were benzodiazepines uh, found in her blood. They did vaguely reference in a way that was designed to exactly be the way the state should never try casing case against someone, which is say that Jordan was a was an addict and he liked pain pills. But we never started splitting that down into what comprises pain pills, what's synthetic, what's not. But look, we do know this. We do know something that they have never disputed because, like everything else Jordan said, it turned out to be true. Jordan said something on November the 8th that if you think you're uh, being accused of something like this, a murder of a two-year-old, you never say. Well, but it's Jordan. So here's my phone, here's my truck, and here's what I'll tell you I know, and it was all true. On November the 7th, We know that Lydia slept in that pack-and-play most of the time. We know that on November the 7th, she was sick most of the day. We know that Jordan told police that she had thrown up in the pack-and-play. We know that Jordan Shreve was so concerned about hiding what his appearances were that he said, I cleaned her up, I gave her a bath, I washed the bedding from the pack-and-play, etc., etc. And you know what no one has ever made an issue of? Jordan cleaning up the area where Eva said maybe she was she was dead from falling into or out of, but here's how that ties into the pill. We have zero reason to dispute, and I will tell you that whatever Jordan said that day is true. Jordan washed the bedding on the 7th and cleaned out the pack and play on the 7th. On the 8th, they found a pill. That pill was never brought up because it would have been exculpatory as to Jordan Shreve. And that's why the pill never sees or spoken up again. It's like he or she who shall not be named because everything else Jordan told them turned out to be true. Everything I told them as Jordan's authorized agent and lawyer over the years trying to get to trial was true. That pill never got talked about again because it was helpful to proving that when Jordan wasn't at the fucking house, Eva killed Olivia. And that's why point blank.
2: Yep. That's a good point to follow up with Chad's point. Why doesn't that pill, which again was found in the same place (laughs) where a two year old child was dead. Why is that pill, which she certainly didn't put there, not being paid any attention to by law enforcement, unless it doesn't help with their immediately decided upon and never looked at again theory that Jordan Shreve is the person who did this. Like I said, if this helped him, this would have been trotted out morning, noon, and night, every witness, every argument and trial, every time this came up, and it wasn't. And that means you you have to think about
0: why it wasn't ever brought up again. And again, there is only one adult in that house that liked to take downers.
1: There's only one. And there's only one, there were three people, one who liked to take downers, or benzos, as we call them, generally speaking. There's only one other person who heard a kid scream after Jordan was gone that morning. And then from there, we end up with what appears to be a reverse-engineered investigation. You start with, pin the tail on the suspect, and so we pick one out of a hat, and now let's do the best job we can of making an investigation look like it points towards them, which, by the way, goes to exactly, like, there are no levels of innocent, so don't, I don't want people twisting my words, that'll be a fist fight in Crawford County. There are no levels of innocent, you are or aren't, sort of like being pregnant, but Jordan was innocent, he's always innocent, but... How in the hell do you choose him? Who made that genius fucking decision? Like, let's take the person. If we include neighbors, and and I don't know any of the neighbors, so that's a bit of hyperbole, but if we take another ten people and include it into the three people that live in that house, he's the last one on the list that you ever try and pin the tail of guilt on. So, why and who? Those are great questions as we go throughout this ordeal that... Still makes my eyes twitch.
2: Yeah. I think your listeners hopefully are already having a lot of those questions. Like why he was the one targeted. Who made the decision. Whether you want your police officers who are supposedly supposed to be solving crimes to be making such a snap judgment based on absolutely no evidence. I mean, these are really important questions to ask yourself as you listen to this.
1: I remember. I remember one night Chris and I were here. I don't remember where in the timeline, but I'm asking you know the same questions as anyone who you know is unfortunate enough to to like me and spend time with me knows, but sometimes I do this with cases, but you know I'd ask Chris for probably the thousandth time that week, like tell me the best evidence that shows that Jordan is innocent, right because Proving he is not guilty is not ever going to cut it for us at that point, right? Yeah. And, and Laura was immediately in. And one time after several whiskeys, again, it's a carwhile thing, man. I wish I had it. He goes, oh, I, I got this one. I'm like, what was it? He's like, that she exists. <laughs> <laughs> that Eva Millard exists is the very best evidence That should be obvious that Jordan Shreve is fucking innocent. And Chris Carwell nailed that landing, by the way. That's a 10 out of 10.
0: And on that note, we will end here with the pill, and we will see you all on the next episode.